Hi friends, this is funny because I, this isn't really funny, I just recorded half of a podcast, but then I thought I got an important text and I had to stop, but I accidentally ended the whole thing instead of pausing it. So here we are, we're back. Good morning, it is Friday, February 11th, 2022. It is about to be 11 a.m. and the weather outside is sunny. I heard it's a little bit chilly, but it's going to be beautiful today. It's a false hope of spring because it's going to be cold again next week, so I don't really enjoy the whole weather thing, playing with my emotions um, and feelings like that, but I'll take it. I'll appreciate the sunlight as it's still out. But yeah, we're here. The week is technically over, school week, and so little side tangent i wanted to record yesterday but something i realized is monday through thursday are my busy days where i have the most classes and most things to do and more like priorities on those days so but weirdly enough i'm the most productive and I do the most homework, or not most homework, but I'm just more productive on those days. Like, I feel like I have to go boom, 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 boom. And I'm fine with that. Like, I think, I've realized I'd rather be a little bit more busy than not. Because today and yesterday are my chill days. I only have two classes, no, like, meetings or obligations after that, or before that. But I find myself, ah, gosh, I have to say it, I'm a very routine person. And sometimes I wish I was flexible, but I like to know how my day is going to go and like to plan it out. But sometimes on Thursdays and Fridays, like that doesn't, I can't do that because I don't actually have things to do um, except like homework, but I can do that anytime, you know, go to the gym at any time, shower, eat lunch at any time. And there's like nothing that's constraining me to do those things at certain times. So like when I made schedule yesterday to do a podcast at 8 p.m. That didn't happen. I was hanging out with my friends. And you know what? That's totally fine because I enjoy hanging out with my friends. And I don't get to see them a lot throughout the week. So, you know, I'm not complaining. But it was something that I realized that uh, I think that's a thing where you're more productive when you're busy because you have things to do. But when you have time, you feel like you have all the time in the world and you don't do the things that you want to do. So that was a fun realization. Um, and I'm, you know, it's okay. Some days don't need routine. Some days you just gotta go with the flow. And I think Thursdays and Fridays are those days. But here we are today. Um, I only have one class today. I had only one class and exam, which was both online, which were both online. So I'm just chilling here and just had some cereal. And I got a cool thing to talk about. <laughs> so here we go. A um, little bit of background. I played in jazz as a saxophone player since sixth grade up until ninth grade. So I had a, so that was fun. I had a lot of not a lot of experience, but you know it was that was my main instrument for the longest time, just saxophone. It wasn't until 10th grade when our band director needed a bass player, and I solely did this because I was a people pleaser, (laughs) and I wanted to impress him, to show him, like, 
I'm musically talented or something. So I picked up the bass. It was the upright bass, and I don't know if you guys know this, but it is well taller and bigger than me. And that's like the most noticeable and funny thing that people notice. Um, so it was tough to pick it up. You know, you build calluses, you gotta hear the note because there's no frets. It's different from a guitar. Um, you know, it's tough. There's always a learning curve and yeah, there's that. So I played jazz bass um, in 10th grade. That was fun. Very stressful. Um, and I think in the last podcast I said that 10th grade is when I realized like valid, um, prior, prioritizing myself a little bit more. So junior and senior year I didn't play bass because as much as I loved jazz and I did enjoy playing bass, you know, at competitions and songs and stuff, there was a lot of stressful moments and I didn't really want to deal with that, so I didn't play. So here we are, freshman year of college. I played saxophone for about two months in the jazz band, two, three months, and then the bass player graduated in the winter. So my friend volunteered me, (laughs) and here I am, back at playing the upright bass in jazz band. The songs are infinitely easier, which is lovely, but I, you know, I have to rebuild my calluses and bring, remember scales and chords and triads and everything and relearn how to walk on the bass. I don't know if you guys know what that means, but you know, it's like, it sounds like what it is. It's like, doom, 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 doom. It's like you're walking, um, like you're strutting along, like you're just, so that's what walking is and you have to you get a chord like a c chord and you have to pick notes within the entire scale that would go along with the music like you can't just do like random notes um it's gotta sound good it's gotta go with the chord progression so that's a little bit of music jargon um i hope you understood that so yeah sorry uh where was i going with it yeah, the music's easy. But I practiced on Monday because I was like, I got to start building the calluses and not do it on Wednesday, which is when jazz band is. So I brought some of my music from home and I had some music from high school from playing bass. And the weirdest thing happened, you know, like I started playing a little bit of scales and they all came back to me or most of them came back to me. Um, I picked up a song And it took me like two tries when my hands just kind of did it for me. It was really interesting. Like I was, you know, thinking because I had to think in a different key and um, a different clef. Like I'm used to treble clef, but then I had to go to bass clef, which is totally different notes on the staff. And sorry, even more jargon. It was, it was weird that everything came back to me, and it felt natural, and it felt like muscle memory. So that got me thinking, like, can you ever unlearn a hobby? Because, you know, that happens similarly when I play guitar. Uh, if I don't play a song for maybe, like, a few months and I come back to it, you know, after a few, t- few tries, the song comes back to me and I can play it. And, yeah, can you unlearn a hobby? And so I tried looking this up, like, finding the science behind it. And sometimes, I hope, I hope people understand this. I couldn't word the question correctly, 
And when I wrote, like, can you unlearn a hobby, it always went to, like, something deep, like, can you unlearn emotions, or, like, can you unlearn thoughts, and, okay, like, that's cool, like, that's a cool concept, like, revamping your thoughts. I don't think you can unlearn your thoughts, but I feel like you can change how you think, but I feel like once you think something, that there's a part of you that'll always think that but you have to like override that thought to not think the previous thought like if you were um if you have negative views on yourself that's how you learned it right so you're trying to be more positive towards yourself but that has to be that those positive thoughts have to override those negative thoughts but those negative thoughts are still there so that's where that part of unlearning comes but i'm talking about hobbies like drawing or music or knitting um i'm sure the same thing would i would feel if i knitted because i used to knit but i do like remember the muscle memory of like how to knit because here's the thing it's all repetition and i think when you go through learning a new hobby there's a learning curve so you know everything's new and exciting and you learn things at such a rapid pace yeah, so you learn it at a rapid pace, and, you know, when you're learning something new, you gotta give yourself really low expectations, because if you give yourself high expectations, which I've learned from the get-go, you're not gonna be happy, and you're not gonna be satisfied, or you're gonna hate doing the thing. So, you're learning, you do a lot of repetition to get, like, the hand movements right, to, you know, perfect... Perf like perfect your form or technique before you get into more advanced things and it's interesting that you know I played that one chart chart slash piece of music for five months straight I don't even know how long jazz band was in high school it was from January to April three months straight four months straight and so obviously I'm gonna like remember it um but it's weird that two years later it came back so quickly like it was like i felt the music i felt the feel i like try to remember me standing there and band again and it was very interesting and um you know as we learn more things we have fewer breakthroughs and like major improvements and then everything's be like everything becomes more minute and less gratifying because there's no blatant and exciting accomplishments that you're going through they're all just like mini oh i can finally hit that high e flat like it's act like a, that's a big deal i would think that's a big deal because i sometimes it's hard to find the e flat up there but you know it's nothing like oh i don't have a i don't know i, I know all the scales now like i feel like you can't really compare accomplishments, but, you know, comparing, like, you knowing all the scales versus you finally hitting the E note, there's a big difference. And some people, like, that's when things get boring, right? Um, you, you lose the honeymoon phase of learning a new passion or hobby. And honestly, I don't know where I'm going with this. I, w I started with this learn unlearning a hobby. Right. So, I think you can never really unlearn a hobby because i don't know how the brain works respectfully i don't know how the brain works but you know there is that thing called long-term memory and that thing where there's like locked memories where 
you're not really thinking about it, but they're still there. And you know how to do things because you've done it before. You just have to, like, re-unlock it. Does that make sense? Like, I haven't played bass. But, you know, me remembering, like, the techniques of playing bass and, like, how it felt and the experiences, they're all still in my brain. I just never touched it for- it was, it was getting a little dusty, to say the least. But, you know, I brought, you know, moved the dust around and, like, it's back up. It's, like, it's in my head again. And so it's, like, re-unlocking something that you locked before. And, uh, yeah, it was just a very cool experience to, to relearn. Because can you really ever unlearn? Because once you experience something, you experience it. Like, you can't unexperience something. Like, you, you never had cranberry juice. And you had it for the first time. You can probably remember how it felt like not having cranberry juice, but you can never say ever again that you've never had cranberry juice. It's like kind of that thing. So, yeah, the brain is a cool thing. And I'm sure there's like some cool things about neurons and how... I know there is like, when you play music, your neurons connect. And if you do like something creative, you're neurological pathways get connected and like make cool connections and make brain elastic and cool things gray matter stuff like that right so that probably has something to do with it like me remembering something that's in the past and like bringing it forward like reconnecting some cool neurons and stuff but you know i if i knew how to word this question can you unlearn a hobby in a more scientific way i guarantee that I, there would be like an actual scientific answer but this is the best i got i hope it probably i hope it makes sense so yeah what gives i wish i knew how to we learned this in library class in like middle school how to write questions online and like look things up but that's besides the point um you know as much as i honestly didn't want to go through the stresses of playing bass again, I'm genuinely glad I am because I do enjoy playing music and that's a big hobby in my life. But something that didn't make high school jazz as exciting, not, no, <laughs> hold up. High school jazz was so exciting. Um, I would say it just wasn't, it was a lot of stress. And here's the thing, it was self-induced stress. It would have been so much more fun if I was playing, if I was learning for myself and I was playing for myself and I was trying to improve for myself. Like obviously I wanted to improve for the band and like be a better bassist for the band, but that really took away from me enjoying the hobby in itself. So, senior year, um, when we were online, it's just like a little bit of a, another tangent senior my roommate walked in and i lost all my thought thoughts i think i was talking about senior year senior year when we were online i had a lot of opportunities to go back to some of my hobbies so i used to draw every day and i never used to post it and oh my gosh it was so gratifying it was so satisfying to not be able to put some of my stuff out into the public. And I have this whole collection of like mini drawings that I used to do last year, literally, um, that no one 
will ever see. And I was proud of them. It made me more creative. It made me more confident in myself. And I think that's the thing about hobbies where if you have a hobby that has to go into the public, like playing music, I feel like you should also have, at the same time, like bass. Okay, boom. In the public, I have, I have to play it in jazz. But at home, I would learn bass songs, like song bass lines for myself too. I, I had a little TikTok thing going. <laughs> Um, where I would learn a new baseline every day, but I got a little bit too busy during winter break. But it was still fun. It was a lot of fun. And honestly, like, I think I'm at this point where I realize that I am able to produce something to the public while enjoying it, like, without feeling like I have to post it. Because when I stopped posting, I didn't feel bad. I was just like, I got busy. Um, things happen. And, you know, I didn't owe anyone anything. Like, I don't owe anyone a baseline every day like I just did that for fun and realizing that thing you do things for fun like you have a hobby for fun and it's not supposed to be a chore it's supposed to be something that makes you feel creative and smart and like more aware and just connecting with you know whatever neuron pathological path pathway thing that is um it just makes things a little bit more it makes life a little bit more enjoyable it makes you look forward to it makes you look forward to honing in on your creativity right all right cool today's sponsor is i don't even know i actually didn't have one today let's do tasty cake so i went to um wawa last night and i got powdered sugar mini donuts they're a delicacy great snack um we don't have my roommate and I are donut people, so we just we were just craving donuts, and uh, you know, Tasty Cake has a variety of wonderful sweet snacks. They don't make classic brownies, I don't think, but I honestly don't remember. Uh, I used to have crimpets every day. Oh my gosh, um, butterscotch crimpets, I think that's what they're called. They have their cupcakes the coffee cake cupcakes those are great um let's see they have honey buns i actually don't like those honey buns they have pies oh they have those cinnamon rolls those are so good um okay anyway pecan swirls that's what they're called so good you guys you guys should get it because that's the sponsor for today and that's it that's it the podcast is over now <laughs> thank you for listening today um See you guys next week. Also, if you guys want me to talk about something, put it in the little thing I'm going to put out. I think I can do that where you can write stuff. So also, if you want to collab, hit me up. I have um, I have this thing now that I can attach to my mic where it's a dongle. That, it's a single dongle that goes on to two outputs. So you can put two headphones in one microphone. So that's exciting. But yeah, thanks for thanks for listening guys and I hope you have a great weekend. See you next week. Bye.